0: This is Two Halves with Shannon Byrne on ABC Grandstand Digital.
1: Hello and welcome to the two halves, our Monday edition, where we look at everything that's happened over the weekend and we'll touch on the game tonight where the West Tigers are hosting Manly at Campbelltown. But uh, big news today in the world of rugby league with uh, the North Queensland Cowboy. Reports have come through that uh, the hierarchy at the Cowboys are, are formally on the lookout for a new coach after the besieged Neil Henry was last night informed that he is not required for 2014. So a lot more to unfold, no doubt, about the services of Neil Henry past this season. From our understanding that uh, he will still be required for the remaining six games, and it is a big task for the... Uh, North Queensland Cowboys because they need to win all of their pretty much remaining games to even uh, have, I guess, uh, a look in at making the finals, starting with Saturday's uh, daunting home clash against ladder leaders South Sydney. So it is going to be, no doubt, uh, well, A very interesting couple of days because uh, if that is what's happening for North Queensland next year, the search will be well underway and we'll have more as it comes to hand. But let's start with what happened over the weekend so far. And I was out on Friday night at the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs and they were up against the Parramatta Eels. It was a team looking to cement their place in the top eight while the Parramatta Eels are languishing on the bottom of the ladder. Still news that uh, Jared Hayne may not see any of this season because Ricky Stewart's yet to decide whether to bring him back if he gets fully fit for the end of the season – or whether they will just let him sit out and maybe get ready for Australian duties. It was a very disappointing start for the Parramatta Eels. Ten minutes into the games and they had not even touched the ball and they found themselves 16-0 down against a very impressive Bulldogs outfit. In the end, the Bulldogs were too strong. They even went on in the second 40 minutes and they finished the match 40-12. to And, well, I started speaking with uh, their coach, Ricky Stewart, who really... Really, uh has had a very, very long season, and injuries still seem to be the thing that is uh, continuing to haunt them. I caught up with Ricky Stewart just to get his feelings on the game and also, well, this business of coaching in the NRL. Ricky, I guess uh, another tough night, but uh, anything you can take out of the game?
2: Uh, no, it's tough times at the moment. It's a, um, it's a tough period, so...
1: In terms of, I guess, finishing off the game and even just getting that try on the... uh, Radbada was probably a a highlight tonight. You know, there's maybe a couple of passes that didn't quite stick or he probably too quick for his own good, but maybe was that something that unearthed a young player like that?
2: Yeah, we're we're not finishing off a lot of our... uh, a lot of plays that we've got on, or when I say plays, some of our attack. You know, there's times that we get into the last play and our execution's poor. A couple of those kicks where we, uh, it was a 50 50 call that we, you know, we catch it on the full of bunches out. Um, look, you know, those types of things aren't falling for us at the moment, but, uh, you know, they were a far better team than us tonight.
1: I guess you know it's going to be a long night when you didn't get to touch the ball for the first eleven minutes.
2: Yeah, no, it was, and you know that, that was a gamble that we took in regards to the short kickoff. We practice it all week. Uh, if it uh, if it goes the other way, um, we're in their end. You know, we're, there, we're in their end and, and um, uh, attacking. I mean, we 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 did one last week and it came our way. Yeah, that's just the roll of the dice. It's,
1: I guess after they they score a try though, then you kick out in the full. Do you think that hurt you a, a little more in that first 10 minutes? Yeah,
2: that, that probably hurt us more than the one that uh, we missed in the first shot. You know, so um, but we should be better than that. We should be able to defend that first set of six and not have them score, but we, we weren't.
1: Just in terms of injury as well, personnel sort of seem to fall around you as well. Uh, I guess Darcy Lusik not coming back in the second half would have been a huge dent
2: but then we yeah, saw Fooey uh, on and off and we saw yeah, Rennie uh, We lost a few tonight. We had a... Um, I think about four went down tonight with injury. So I, Kelly, you know, I, I think, Hammy? Yeah, I don't know the extent of it. So, yeah, I'm in a... Uh, in a difficult uh, difficult scenario there. We'll just, we'll just see how they are on Monday, Tuesday. It's
1: not no, a good period, roll is up, it? Well,
2: them up and manage them up and go again.
1: Just quickly on that, you've got to go again. It doesn't get easier, Manly Seagulls.
2: No, it doesn't get any easier at all.
1: Are you enjoying this coaching business, mate?
2: Funny, you know, it's, uh, I do enjoy coaching, but uh, these times are the times that they need me, and I've got to stick solid with the boys, and uh, this is where uh, this is where you find a fair bit out about yourself, and uh, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at.
1: And that was uh, Ricky Stewart. I caught up with him uh, following their side's uh, big loss against the Bulldogs. And you can just uh, tell in his voice, uh, very despondent at the moment. But uh, that's the coaching of... uh I guess the top level at the NRL and it seems something about the Parramatta Eels. Uh, They've not had a good run of personnel and a lot of injuries are starting to now hit the side. Can they move away from the bottom of the ladder? That's the big question in the remaining six games for them. It was not also good news too for the Canary Bankstown Bulldogs with their fullback Ben Barber looking to miss maybe up to five weeks. They were dealt a serious blow, the Bulldogs, late in uh, what looks like uh, a a great try from Ben Barber. And then uh, his ankle went under him as he crossed across the try line. It is a grade one high ankle sprain. Could see the 23-year-old sideline for up to five weeks. So that's the big news coming out of the Bulldogs' win. And also, let's get the reaction from their coach, Des Hasler. Well, Des, congratulations on the win. Now, uh, I guess though at forty nil up, would you have liked to seen your team maybe go a little head, a little further ahead on that scoreboard?
3: Yeah, as I said, the press conference, we were probably a little bit guilty of uh, overplaying our hand a little bit in the second half, and uh, sometimes the passes didn't, sometimes they did, not but um, uh, certainly uh, you know, only completing like 22 sets out of. You know, about 35, it's uh, probably a bit disappointing from that point of view but um, uh, but on the other hand uh, and to come into this game against a uh, Parramatta side that's been starting really well, it's good.
1: And just on your start, it was pretty phenomenal wasn't it, uh, 11 minutes and they hadn't even touched the ball, uh, were you even surprised at I guess what your team brought out in terms of enthusiasm?
3: Uh, we thought if we took it to them early and you know, tried to get them out of the game early to help and it fell into parts. path, so that was one thing that we got, we got right.
1: And just on an injury too, a big one in terms of Ben Barber, what's the injury and, and maybe the, the, I guess how long we'll see him without only six weeks to go? Yeah,
3: more than likely. I, you know, it's what they commonly call a sinusmosis these days and uh, so I'll have to wait and see we we'll get it scan tomorrow. We, until we do that, we might know.
1: And the man who slotted into his position, Sam Perrot, looked like he was cramp- He'll sleep well tonight, cramping towards the end, a big workload. Will we see him move to fullback? do you think?
3: Yeah, they run a few Ks these days, fullback, so he probably get an appreciation for bit to get used to it. And just, just
1: finally, Dragons yeah. next week, so probably a good thing that you've got a, a Monday game coming up, maybe to get a few more trainings with a I guess positional change of Parrott?
3: Oh, he's played a bit of football there, so he's a pretty yeah. experienced Custer semi, so he'll
1: be fine. Thanks, Des. Des Hasler there talking after his side's impressive 40 to 12 win. Over the Parramatta Eels. Well, there was another game Friday night, and it looks like the loss may have cost their coach, the North Queensland Cowboys, Neil Henry, his job. And it was a seesawing event that saw Brisbane centre Justin Hodges orchestrate a crucial 18 16 win over North Queensland. And that was to keep the Broncos' slim NRL finals hopes alive. And it was a great Queensland derby between these two sides, the Cowboys and Broncos. In Queensland, let's hear from the coach that uh, has uh, probably had a uh, guess a couple of restless months because of the performances and news coming through today that it looks like he won't be needed beyond this season at the Cowboys. Uh, Neil Henry spoke after his side's uh, heartbreaking two point loss on Friday
4: night. Neil, after a slow start, you must have been happy the boys came back anyway.
1: Yeah,
5: look, it was um, yeah you know, we we did. Make a few errors early in the game and and uh, gave them some field position and but we, we still had a couple of poor defensive reads on our right side of the field that uh, enabled them to get their 12 points and I thought if we could rectify that and we, in the start of the second half we we were you know, seven from seven or eight from eight sets and we had good field position and we were a little bit patient at times and and forced um, forced their hand and got, got some points and and uh, you know got into the lead but but ultimately we still made a couple of poor decisions about you know. You know, it's a double movement there. There's a um, dive on a loose ball to try and pick it up. Uh, you know, there's um, Hodjo running from dummy half where he you know, gets into dummy up. What's he going to do? Of course he's going to run. So it's disappointing that he, he, he actually got over the try line. From, from, there's nothing really on there. So we've come up with a couple of poor defensive efforts, and uh, that's cost us.
4: You know, it's a game of inches. You know, that, that ball that bouncing with about a few minutes to go. The cowboys dive on it. They're ahead. They get down the other end. You know, things yeah. turn around and... That's uh, happened a few times this year. A drop ball, I can remember. You know, lost two or three right at the end.
5: Yeah, look, it's it's been a been a feature of our season that, that uh, this has happened, and you know, and the, and the players um, expect better of each other. I know, uh, you know, the coaches do, I suppose, as well. But um, ultimately, they, you know, those guys out out there, you know, working hard for each other. So it's disappointing that we we can't quite get the communication right or get the play right at at times and. And, um, you know, they're a dangerous side. And they work their way back down there. Again, the opportunity to get back to field position was on the back of us, not come up with the right play. So that gave them an opportunity to uh, to get over the line in a, in a very tight game.
4: Yeah, like this season, do you give the players hope that you can still get to the semi or do you just work a game at a time? Do you blood some young players as a coach? What are your thoughts? Oh, look, we
5: need to win games. And uh, while well, there's a mathematical chance, uh, there's still, a, still an opportunity we need to... Um, have a little look at the game and, and there might be one or two changes but uh, we'll see um, and then uh, move on to South see how they play against the Titans and uh, they've got two away games and um, and get out you know get out of here next week and, and try and get two points and if we can do that well then we you know we're still a hope week by week
4: You know Matty Bowen tonight with, with uh, a couple of years ago with those fresh legs and that he would have would have won it for sure you know, he scored that try but you can see at times he. He's just not 100% with them legs.
5: Yeah, look, he, he's not as quick as he was and uh, before, and, and uh, but I thought that was a you know a much improved performance by him tonight.
1: And that was Neil Henry uh, talking after his side's uh, two-point loss over the Brisbane Broncos. ABC Grandstand.
2: This
0: is the Frosty. Two Halves on ABC Grandstand Digital.
1: And taking a look at the games on Saturday in St. George, Illawarra, they failed to produce a second miracle comeback in a week as Canberra continued its stranglehold of the Dragons. They had a 22-18 win in Wollongong on Saturday evening. And, well, it's one of the NRL's most extraordinary hoodoos it remains unbroken. The Dragons having now only won one of their past seventeen matches against the Raiders. Their last victory coming in two thousand and seven. Extraordinary indeed. Matt Head, well, he caught up with a very happy coach, the Canberra Raiders, Dave Ferner. So, Dave, you
6: just telling me that was a good game of footy from from your point of view, your team. <coughs> yeah, it was. It was, um, you know, two uh, two sides that played some a good brand of footy, mate. Both uh, attack and defence. Uh, come down to the wire towards the end there. Um, we were able to sort of hold on, but you know, I know it's, it sounds strange. Watching at the box, that was a yeah. good game of footy. I thought that the, probably the difference was your halves um, ending your sets. They were better than what the Saints come up with. Yeah, look, I th- uh, our kicking game, again, we went out there in the second half there to make sure we get that field position, you know, we, um, which gives us a good chance. They're back three. You, you have to be good on your kicks. You know, they're back three. I think... Um, yeah, last week you know one was 200 odd metres, another one was nearly 180. So they were pretty good, and I thought we'd done a good job on that. But to do that, you, can, you need a good uh, kicking game. Yeah. And I spoke to uh, Pricey before the game, and he said he was sort of going to target you through the middle. So obviously your forward pack stood up to the mark. Yeah, they did. Look, um, there was a couple of things here we we focused on. And I thought the, the, the team handled well. One was uh, obviously uh, our big men around the middle because. Uh, uh, They had a lot of offloads there, they're number one in the competition, so off the back of that, they get their back three going pretty hard. Um, And they would have made some good metres there early on in that game, but I thought we controlled, their offloads there was the the one I thought was, was going to be the big danger, and I thought we controlled those quite well.
1: And that was Matt Head chatting with the coach of the Canberra Raiders, David Ferner, after their 22-18 win over St. George Illawarra in Wollongong. And, well, what an extraordinary hoodoo continues. One in the past 17, they have won Raiders over the Dragons. And the Dragons, no doubt, wanting to see that end very soon. The other game on Saturday was the Ladder Leaders, South Sydney. They were up against the gold coast titans and they had a dominant 32 to 4 victory over well we can call them the out of form gold coast at skilled park on saturday evening and the Rabbitohs were led by english brothers sam and george burgess again they just start to uh, dominate but they were coming off that back of the loss uh, on Monday night, a very big upset when St. George Lawara defeated the Rabbitohs. last Monday night. They've come out and responded well, the Rabbitohs 28-4, to 4, that win over the Titans. And the good news coming out of that too was veteran winger Matt King. He performed and made his way back into the side after suffering some horrific injuries. That is well documented. And Brad Tallon spoke to the South's man who finally got back on into first grade, Matt King.
7: Yeah got Matt King down here. Matt how was that? Yeah uh, mate uh, you take for granted sometimes
0: how special it is playing in the NRL and um, last week I warmed up with the boys and put a jumper on and almost started
7: crying mate so this week the boss showed some faith in me, gave me a start and I couldn't be happier. And how do you think uh, the boss will feel about that? Obviously very disappointed with the 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 extra time lost last week but uh, the team responded well.
0: Yeah yeah, we did mate. uh, the short turnaround was a really good one for us. It was uh, it was great to play five days after such a disappointing effort. and uh, He made some changes, and I thought all the boys who came in played really well, but we've got a great squad, and I'm, I'm
7: just so happy to be a part of it, mate. And, yeah, you really got into that second half, uh, saved a couple of tries, and set one up. Uh, must uh, be uh, you know, just that getting back on the field has been great, but then to be involved the way you have uh, must be a special feeling.
0: Yeah, it's nice, mate. Footy, I'm very blessed to do what I do for a living, and when you play well, mate... Makes running up those hills in bloody 30-degree heat in January worth
7: it, mate. So it's, uh, it's been a wonderful night. Well, I think on behalf of Rugby League, uh, everyone's real pleased to see you back out there, Matt, and uh, congratulations on Thank the win. You, mate. Thanks very much.
1: Yes, yeah, certainly a great success story. Uh, Matt King, the veteran winger, and he made his way back into the Rabbitohs' starting lineup. And well, he didn't get on the scoreboard, but he performed extremely well on the return from uh, a broken arm to set up Keary's first try. So, well done, Matt King, and welcome back to the NRL ABC Grandstand.
0: This is the Two Halves on ABC Grandstand Digital.
1: on sunday the warriors kept their finals hope well and truly alive with a 30 to 22 win over melbourne in a thriller at mount smart stadium on sunday they won 30 to 22 and i would have to say it was one of the more entertaining games of rugby league i've seen for quite a while and um, well, we hear now from Cooper Cronk, who was on the end of this uh, probably very big surprise upset.
0: Yeah, got the Storm halfback Cooper Cronk with me, Mac. Well, Cooper, how, did, how would you sum up that team's performance and maybe where things went wrong for you this afternoon?
8: Uh, one word to describe it was scrappy. Um, when we were playing well, we played really good football, and when we were off, we didn't play very well. So, um, yeah, look, it's been a tough period so far, but that's not an excuse. You know, we like to play full good 80 minutes of Storm football, and I probably think we played about... 40 to 50 tonight.
0: Yeah, probably bombed a few tries. Is that something, though, that you could look at during the week and go, hey, we maybe didn't play some some poor football in patches, but if we took those opportunities things could have been so much more different.
8: Oh, look, the positive thing is that we obviously made the breaks to give ourselves the opportunity, but professional footballers should be able to cut and pass and finish off tries. They're the simple things of the rugby league, so... um. Yeah, you know, they were disappointing, but, you know, that's football, I suppose.
0: How tough was it in that first half? Two 40-20s, you were chipping and chasing and coming
8: up with some superb plays to only put on four points. Yeah, we got over the line twice. I think, you know, one forward pass and then the penalty in the corner. So, um, once again, you know, we created opportunities, but the idea of rugby league is to put the ball over the line.
0: Are you a little concerned you're falling off
8: the pace from the, the
0: top side at the moment, the Rabbitohs, at this stage of the season?
8: No, not really. Look, you um, there's things in place that hopefully make us play our best football at the back end of the year. And, yeah, look, rugby league is a game based on winning games of football, so we're disappointed in that fact. But, um, look, I have no doubt that our work ethic and the structure and the boys we've got in this football team will be playing our best football.
0: Later. Craig Bellamy's got his book coming out later this week. Do you expect to figure prominently in that?
8: <laughs> no, not really. That's the first I've heard of it. But
0: All right. Hey, thanks, Cooper. Thanks for chatting to Radio Sport.
1: And that was Cooper Cronk chatting after his loss. The loss is the Storm's fourth in five matches. While the Warriors held off a late storm comeback to grab their seventh win in eight starts. So uh, a great win over there for them in New Zealand. And a big crowd who thoroughly enjoyed every moment of the 80 minutes that was played on Sunday. The other game played on Sunday, it saw a 28-point home victory. It put Cronulla ahead 38-10 uh, to 10 over the Penrith Panthers at the final siren. That win for the Cronulla Sharks moves them into sixth spot on the ladder for now while Penrith sits tenth and will now need a strong run of form to play a part in the finals. The Sharks at one stage had a twenty to nil advantage at half time, and in the end it was a comprehensive thirty eight to ten win. Let's hear now from the Sharks coach Shane Flanagan
4: you are pretty satisfied and happy coach this afternoon?
9: Yeah, well, we uh, did enough in the first half. You know, we were pretty clinical in the first half, defended well, and, you know, when the opportunity came to score tries, we took those opportunities. Um, you know, a few errors with the ball in the second half, but we still defended pretty well in the second half. So overall, um, yeah, pretty happy and definitely happy to get two points.
4: A bit similar to the West Tigers game, fast first half, a bit slower in the second half. Was today a better second half than that game? Um, uh, in one way, it
9: was defensively we we're a lot better today. Um, you know, maybe the opposition were a little bit off. I'm not quite sure, but um, you know, we worked really hard in defence all week. You know, obviously on the back of uh, a bit of a hiding from the Roosters, so we needed to. Um, you know, and as I said, I was the amount of ball that we turned over, I wasn't happy with, but the way we defended those errors was uh, pleasing.
4: In that first half, it's a good sign that you got field position, but you're able to score points. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's
9: probably not our best trait, getting field position. Um, we, you know, we're not too bad at. But then, you know, capitalising and getting points is, uh, as I said, not probably our best subject. But you know, we did it really well today.
4: Jeff Robson, a welcome addition today. For a small man, he defensively does a lot of work.
9: I thought he was outstanding. Um, you know, they ran some players at him, um, run some big men at him. Um, he got split from the top of his head to right down in his eye. You know, He got a real nasty cut to his head and you know, never blinked an, eye, an eyelid at that and just sort of put the tape on and away he went again and defended and defended for the whole game.
4: His half partner Todd Carney today, his running game seemed to be well up to speed and his goal kicking also a plus. Yeah, I thought Todd was
9: um, you know, probably bar one kick for touch that he uh, went for a bit too much in an important time of the game. I thought he was really clinical in everything he did and set up some good tries and yeah, obviously kicked really well.
1: And that was Shane Flanagan talking after his side's 28-point win over the Penrith Panthers. And in the final Sunday fixture game that saw the Roosters keep the uh, ladder leaders, Rabidos, within reach, they fought out to a 28-12 victory over the Newcastle Knights in Newcastle. And let's hear from the Sydney Roosters coach, Trent Robinson.
5: Trent, pretty powerful performance again from your team today.
7: Yeah, I thought it was a great contest in the first half. I thought we... Uh... We came out well, we were really clear about how we needed to play, um, yeah a bit disappointed about a few things but in the end it was a really physical good contest to win. Is that what you expected? Yeah, definitely. I knew that they'd be ready to ready to go today and it was an important game for them as well. I think they talked about it being a litmus, litmus test as well and um, I don't know if it got it, it, it sort of got to the heights of what, what we probably could have, both teams, in that second half. But uh, yeah, it's a, a good game to have um, this time of the season. Some real tough physical contests today.
5: we are Hargraves, Mason, Sonny Bill Williams, Bo Scott? Tough
7: boys in both teams. Yeah. I- you know, we've worked hard to get those guys into our team and we want those physical guys and obviously Wayne's um, gone and picked those guys up. They're really great guys to have and I think we're all pretty excited about the contest. I, I imagine boys on both sides were, were earmarked each other to go and have a crack and I think that's what it came out of uh, at the start of the game. I think Sonny uh, obviously had his eye on a couple of guys as well and um, so did Jared and both Scott so it was a, that's a nice footy contest.
1: And that's Trent Robinson talking about uh, his team's performance and talking about Sonny Bill Williams there. He has been charged with a grade 3 shoulder charge against Willie Mason. So no doubt more to come on uh, whether we'll see Sonny Bill Williams having a little rest on the sideline or whether the Roosters will be challenging that. Okay, let's have a quick look at tonight's game when the West Tigers will host Manly at Campbelltown. It will be the last time we see Benji Marshall at Campbelltown. But the good news coming through for West Tigers today is they have signed four players to their 2014 roster including veteran utility Dean Halitow who returns to the NRL club after four seasons at Canterbury. The Tigers today also confirmed not only Hallatow but uh, some of their youngsters, young under-20s halves Luke Brooks and Mitchell Moses on four-year contracts at the club. So great news there for West Tigers. And uh, it is the news coming through that uh, it will be Benji Marshall's last time we see him at Campbelltown tonight. Well, that just about wraps up this weekend of in NRL action and it has been interesting indeed, more to come no doubt throughout the week about Neil Henry's future and also a uh, big result tonight. West Tigers up against the Manly Seagulls, two teams playing for very different reasons. Manly to stay within reach and up in the top 4 and West Tigers trying to play for a lot of spirit at their home ground of Campbelltown. Thank you so much for your company today on The Two Halves. Don't forget to join us on Friday with Amanda Shalala and Matt Logue where they look at all the news that happens through the week and they'll take a look at the next round of NRL. We are only six weeks away until final start. I hope your team is going along nicely and making their way into the top eight. Thanks for your company. I'm Shannon Byrne and I'll catch up with you again next Monday.